If you're new here, welcome. And if you came back, oh, God bless you. Thank you for coming back. This is the Jesus Fix It podcast with Jess. We talk about everything, life, it's craziness, it's ups and downs, because you know what? Jesus can fix it and he can handle it all. (laughs) So if you've ever been scrolling through Facebook and you've seen somebody doing something and you're like, I wonder what they're doing that for. And you're just like, you know what? I think I'm going to ask them. That's what I decided to do when I saw that you were on a mission to visit every single church in the city. Okay, so let me back up for a minute. Y'all, today I have a very sweet guest, Annie Lambert. Hey, Annie. Now, if you live in this area, maybe you don't even have to live in this area because you have like, what, a million followers on (laughs) Facebook, it seems like. I'm not even sure. (laughs) You have tons of followers. Then maybe you know about Annie who has set out to visit every single church in our city. We live in Lynchburg. Yes. And you are on a mission to visit every church here. Now, I don't know if you know how many churches we have <laughs> in this area. It's a lot. It's, it's a not lot. we're not talking like we have 5 churches, we have 10 churches, not even 20 churches, not even 30 churches, not even 40 churches. We are known as the city of churches. We are. So what makes you want to just visit every single church. Like I have so many questions. The first right. one, why? Yes. Okay. So, you know, it's it's a complicated answer when the Holy Spirit leads you to do something. Mm-hmm. I feel like oftentimes in my life when he's called me to do something, I get like the instruction to do something, but not a lot of the questions answered. Right. So I'm not, you know, I don't really have an expectation in mind. I will say that after COVID, you know, as you know, many churches started to advance their technology and live stream. And I was very, very ill with COVID Mm. and hospitalized and had a really, really long recovery process where I was struggling with mobility. So I started at that time watching a lot of those live broadcasts that the churches started to implement. Mm -hmm. And at that time, the Holy Spirit was leading me that he wanted me to visit every church in our area. And I don't know exactly what will come from it, but I do know that every single place of worship that I visit, I feel like a broken part of myself is being mended and healed. Oh, wow. And, you know, just personally, I'm getting so much from it. And I hope that, you know, that the community, (laughs) I I believe they are because people message me and say, "I I haven't been to church in 20 years, and your boldness has encouraged me to step back into church. Okay, so okay, so I have to ask this question. Did you have a home church before you started visiting all these churches? And if so, what about your home church? Are you just like, bye, Felicia, see y'all later. (laughs) I see you when I see you. That's a great question. So (laughs) I did. I I was um, teaching Sunday school, which I do miss teaching Sunday school because I feel like that's, you know, that's really my calling. Yeah. But once I got sick with COVID, I could recognize that. Things were changing within my home church. Leadership changed. And eventually they changed locations, changed leadership. And at that time, while struggling with mobility mm-hmm. and having a hard time like physically getting out to church, you know, the Holy Spirit was working on me like, okay, like once you start recovering and you will recover, once you get, start getting out there 
instead of just throwing myself back into a home church, I need you to do this. So you felt the Lord leading you into a change anyway. Correct. Okay, so why not now do this? Okay. Okay, so the introvert in me has (laughs) to ask you this question because— it's so hard for people to believe that I am an introvert at heart. I know. I, know, I listen to you Jess, all the I am, time, but and I can't believe it. There's a part of me that is. So I have to ask this question. So a lot of churches, and maybe this is just because I come from like an old school little country church, but a lot of churches that you visit is very much old school. And okay, any new visitors in the building, stand up and yes. introduce yourself. That would terrify me. Are you getting a lot of that? I do. And as a naturally <laughs> anxious person, you know, that that struggles with panic disorder, you know, I often question like, Lord, did you cho- choose the right girl for this? Because like, this is so out of my comfort zone. And I feel like God often calls us to do things that we're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that he usually will choose because maybe I'm better able to communicate what's what's happening, what's what's my experience with walking in. But yes, when I go into a church, and now it's not as much because this Sunday we'll make 24 churches that I wow. visited. But yes, yeah, so I mean, like the first four or five churches, I think we all have a fear of the unknown. Yeah. And I had, you know, some sense of anxiety, not knowing what to expect and coming from like a small Baptist church background, Mm -hmm. walking into all of these different places of worship. I really didn't even know what to expect from denominations or like different forms of worship. You know, I've gone into churches where there's immediate dancing and I love it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So I was going to ask you, so what, what has been like the one thing that's taken you way outside of your comfort zone, like what type of worship, like this is a safe place. Like what's, understand what, what's been that one thing that's like, okay, okay. This is like, I'm not used to this, but okay. Okay. I'm here now. I'm here now. So my daughter, (laughs) uh, my daughter struggles with some, you know, hearing challenges and hearing sensitivity and just some social anxiety and sensitivity, but we attended the Ramp Church. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's like a holiness Pentecostal, right? I, I think so. I don't okay. tend to look at denominations. I don't tend you to look go. up the information okay. before I go. You just roll up. Just roll up. Unexpected, okay. unannounced. Surprise. Okay. Here. Yeah. And uh, she walked out in tears and said, I don't think I've ever been hugged so much in my entire life. Goodness. Yeah, it makes was me emotional. It, did that? So did that make? Was that a good thing? It for was her, a good or thing, or was that a kind of too much? Is was that a sensory overload it when was, she said that? So normally it would be a sensory overload, but I think you know there was so much love, compassion, kindness mm-hmm. that everybody went out of their way naturally. They didn't know what we were there to do. Yeah. So they just came up naturally, loving and us just, and just giving oh, us this sense of like you're welcome here, you belong. You yeah. know, this is your home. I also went to a uh, prayer of faith temple, and I'm not sure the denomination. Okay. I've heard of prayer of faith, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I got called to the front as somebody that's naturally anxious. Oh, that would just, I would melt. I would go. Right. But right. I would still feel like, okay, Lord, whatever you're trying to do, okay. Right. But I would still. And yeah. I was prophesied over. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was totally a new experience for me. Yeah. That's never happened to me in my life. And I can mm-hmm. say that I experienced the Holy Spirit in a brand new way 
that I've never felt before. Yeah. So just going into like all of these different places where there's dancing, maybe like there's there's color guard, the diverseness. Yeah. There's speaking in tongues. There's you know just quiet worship. I've been to a service where there was no music at all. Nothing. Nothing. This, yeah. It, it's just unbelievable what God is doing for me personally, and I pray that the readers. You know, and people that are following along are getting as much from it as because you're as blogging I am. about this yes. as you. So I, that's one thing when I saw you doing this. That's the first thing that really struck me is the diversity about it because yes. one of my friends attend. I never will forget this. She attended church with me when we were. She we both were new Christians fairly. I came to Jesus when I was about 18 and a half, 19 years old, and she was 20. And she experienced, and I hate using this term, black mm. church, white church. Sure. I hate using that term, but I don't know any other way because predominantly, I'll just say predominantly black church. And this uh-huh. was her first time. She was um, one of my best friends in college, and she was white. And it was her first time coming home with me to go to church with me. And she was like, I don't know what to expect. I'm just going to tell you. The church I go to, we just sit and we don't sing, we don't dance. When she left my church, she was like, I'm sweating, but I I have never felt this way before in my life. Yeah, oh, I know. (laughs) Sometimes I watch my Apple Watch and I've got a cardio workout. (laughs) Because that's just just how I grew up worshiping. We danced, we sang, it was all the hugging, it was... We was also in church for 10 hours. Um, <laughs> and that's another thing. Sometimes you don't know like how long the service that you're walking into. Like it's it's ranged from an hour to four yeah, hours. So. But yeah, that's one thing I was determined. Uh, not that I'm now look, please don't get offended. Y'all know I always keep it real. Don't get offended just because I say I don't want to stay in church 10 hours. If that's you, do your thing. Right. But I said that's one thing I am determined to do once I become an adult mom. I said, I am not staying in church 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I love that we can be brothers and sisters in Christ. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what you look like. It right. doesn't matter what nationality you are. You Even, can just be under yeah. one roof and just worship our God. Yes, exactly. I love that. I will tell you, every place that I've been to, I haven't felt like an outcast, even if there was a you know a different diverse makeup of people that yeah. nobody has made me feel like I was an outsider. Oh they like brought, people bring me to the front, and if I don't know how to dance, they're teaching me because I do not know. <laughs> me neither, girl. <laughs> and so people me are neither. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning how to worship our Lord. That's all it's about. This. It's yes. just learning different ways to worship and Him, or just learning to, to yeah. That I thought would be a barrier. I attended um, Lynchburg Korean Church. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So their service is completely in Korean. Okay. However, the uh, the pastor's daughter was so wonderful that she translated the service for me, my daughter, and a friend that attended with us. And I will tell you, one of like the most amazing experiences that I will never forget is singing hymns in different languages. That makes me want to cry. I know. I did cry. I was weeping because it's just an unbelievable experience what is happening like like you're you're surrounded by the hymns that we we grew up with and people are singing in different languages but we're all worshiping together, together. at the same time oh and it's making goodness. this 
sound that it's indescribable. Yes. yes, I absolutely love that. And I love that you're doing this <laughs> because honestly, at first I was just like, okay, what is she trying to accomplish? Right. And I felt in my heart that it was something God put on your heart, but I just wanted to know like, what is your end goal? And if there was an end goal, like it yes. doesn't have to be. Right. But I just wanted to know like where you felt you were being led by this. I know that he works all things for our good. So no matter what the end result is, I know that it's going to work out for our good collectively. But it's an unbelievable calling. It's challenging. Yeah. Um, you know, as somebody who isn't usually front and center, mm-hmm. like to be made front and center in this experience yeah. <laughs> is definitely overwhelming sometimes. But, you know, I've told people because they've asked like, you know, are you afraid to go to like all of these churches? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, if I can't go into a church and feel safe, where in the world can we feel safe at? Like when right. we're surrounded by our family, when we're surrounded by people who love us. So no, I mean, God is teaching me to turn fear into faith. Oh, I to, love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So do you have a plan every week? Do you know where you're going? So in your, like already, do you know where you're going this coming yeah, up so Sunday? Yeah, so that's a, that's a question that I get asked a lot. So how do I choose the church? Right now, I am working from a list that I found on the Liberty website. There's a lot of different lists. A, a historian who was taking photos of Lynchburg churches sent me a list, and I want to say there's close to maybe 300 on that list, if I'm oh, wow. remembering correctly. Okay. So I wait for the Holy Spirit to prompt me where to go for that week. And that could be in a lot of different forms. Sometimes somebody mentions a church that I've never heard of. Sometimes I'll drive past and say, I, I've i been past this place a hundred times and I have never been here. So I wait for that leading Okay, um, you know, to go. And then I show up unannounced. There have been some churches that I've had to reach out to say, what time is your service? Because I, they don't have a website or I couldn't find anything oh, online. Okay. I'm actually wearing a, a t-shirt from one of the churches that I visited, Free Church. Oh, yeah. I love the shirt. Yes. Yes. Nice design. And, um, okay. The pastor and his wife at this church prayed over me oh, and God. prayed for this journey. And every place that I've been has just been one of those experiences that I'll never forget. Wow, I almost feel like I need to like invite pastors to listen to this podcast and yes. be on the lookout for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think like if I put my billboard out there and, you know, at first it was like, okay, some people had compared it to like being a secret shopper. And I really don't like that because no. I'm not going in with the expectation to find somebody doing something wrong. That's never my no, intent. I don't think that. I don't feel that way at all. Yeah. I think yeah. God is showing me the special things. And yeah. I, and what's really interesting is from week to week, I can see churches adopting some of the things from the blog that they're like, oh, that was a really good idea. That church is doing this. So, yeah, you know, uh, I went to Heritage Baptist Church and they put a Spotify set list of the worship songs they'll be singing for that Sunday on their website. So if you are a newcomer, you can familiarize yourself with the songs. And I think like just little details like that, that really a make great yeah, idea. Right. I love that. See, and I love that. I wish more churches would get ideas from one another because I mean, I don't like the idea of us being um, in competition with one another. Exactly. And I yeah. will tell you, I have received some hate messages 
you know, which is unfortunate because very unfortunate because if you do read my blog, I've had, I've had someone recently tell me, well, I can't read it because I'm afraid of what you're going to write in it. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not what this is about. And so, you know, the people that send the hate messages, I just want you to know, like, I'm not going to respond to that. You know, that's, that's not something that I've been, you know, you know, I just pray for the situation, but yeah, it's not it's, something that I'm going to even address like publicly. But some of them are not very nice. Well, it's not even worth your time right. to respond. Yes. And it says a lot about how they are. It says a lot about their personality and how God needs to work on them. Right. <laughs> and it's still coming from that competitive says thing says a lot that about their about. heart and, and not yours. That's not yeah. what God has called us to do is to compete to see who can have the no. most members in a church or who's not the largest all. church. And I will tell you, going to some of the, the small churches that I've gone to, and I don't know that many people in our community even know they exist, which is unfortunate. Wow. But, I mean, like, I pray that if you're following the blog and reading along, that you'll attend some of these churches and go and see the experience for yourself. And I've I've had some people say, "Hey, you went to this church and we visited and had the exact same experience." It's really well. Um, believe it or not, there are still churches out there that aren't worried about growing their attendance. They're worried about worshiping God and gaining right. souls for the kingdom. And that's yes. just <laughs> yes. There are still churches out there right. that still, that's their main purpose. Like, yeah, they want to get their attendance up, not saying they're not worried about that, but right. the most important thing is gaining souls and making sure people... And that's uh, what I look for when I work in a, when, when I walk into a church, it's, you know, I don't really have a set expectation because I know there's various forms of worship and... Like, I try to immerse myself in it. So I'm not sitting in the back row. I sit right up front. I want to be, you know, right, you know, where I can see everything, yeah. where I can experience everything. Oh, so I'm wow. not, hot, you know, I'm, you know, and, mo- and most places have been so gracious and kind and stay after the service to take pictures because Aww. I don't want to just get pictures of a church building. Right. I want to get pictures of the people that the make people the church, the people worshiping. And I mean, it's it's really a beautiful thing. I, I think almost twenty seven thousand people have read this blog at LynchburgVAChurch.com, and in fifty two countries. I had an older gentleman from India. He said, "I'm in a remote part of India, but I just want to tell you that reading this blog has given me hope." Oh and I'm, I'm talking about like the remotest places in the world that have Wi-Fi access are reading about what we're doing in our city of churches. Wow. This is amazing. It really is amazing. This is, oh my goodness. And, and look how God is using you. I know. It's, it's really, really unbelievable. Thank you for allowing him to, because this uh, is big. I mean, just the, the thought of okay, I don't like being seen. I don't like being at the forefront. I don't like being in a crowd. I don't like standing up in front of people. I don't like strangers, but I'm going to put myself out there not once, not twice, but potentially 300 times yeah. and, or more. And, God, and you're doing it. Yeah, and God gets every bit of glory because there is no way that I could do this on my own. Yeah. There's just no possible way. So I just... Wow. And when I walk in and people are magnifying Jesus, yeah, you know, there's just something that it does to your soul. 
I mean, like you walk out a changed person. And so this Sunday will be 24 churches that I've been to and 24 soul-changing experiences. Oh, my goodness. That is awesome. Okay, so I have to ask, have you been to Family Life Church yet? I have not. Okay. It is, it is on the list. I'm going to watch. That's where I go to church. Okay. And I'm just wanting to see, have you been there? And I missed you. So no. I'm going to be watching. Yes, please be watching. See, and- now I'm going to be on guard. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to look <laughs> on my shoulder. But see... I always get to church late, so okay. <laughs> I see. I show up. <laughs> I show up early so I can get pictures and things because it's yeah. more than just reading the blog. So people, you know, I think that last month we reached two million people on Facebook that are looking at photos and pictures wow. and videos. So it's more than just reading the experience. It's like actually getting a glimpse into how. Your brothers and sisters are worshiping the Lord. Wow. And now I just feel like I really should be on time to church now. Okay. (laughs) That really made me feel crummy. I'm going to start. I'm going to be more intentional about showing up on time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So before we wrap up, I want to know, this is a personal question. If there was like one thing big or small and you could say, okay, Jesus, fix it. What would it be? Okay, Jesus, fix it. And I'd mentioned this before. Not a lot of people know this, but I am going to write a book after this experience called After the Service because mm-hmm. you can only fit so many things into a, into a small blog that keep people coming back and reading. But I would say during sermons or during church service, I don't like to hear people speaking badly of different denominations and doctrines and things like that because— I feel like God is showing me through this journey that that's not what it's about. We mm-hmm. should not be talking and gossiping about other people. We shouldn't be sending hate emails because you don't agree with the church that I visited. So I would say, Jesus, please fix it to where we show love and grace and compassion and we follow the golden rule mm-hmm. and treat others how you how you've shown us to treat others. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so perhaps this is it. Maybe Annie inspired you to go to church or visit a church or just plain try something new. It's a good time to set new goals, change old habits and try new things. If you don't get out of your comfort zone, if you aren't learning and taking risks, then you won't grow. You'll stay right where you are. It was Vincent Van Gogh who said, what would life be if we had no courage to attempt anything? Life's not perfect. That's why God gave us friends like Melody and Candy. Check out quirksbumpsandbruises.com or search Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.